Welcome all. You are listening to From the Heart with Jasmine Kay, a podcast show in which the premise is Proverbs 4.23, which reads, above all else, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. So having said that, and being someone that tends to wear their heart on their sleeve 25-8, I will be sharing authentic dialogue and conversations about nursing, which is my passion, lifestyle, including dating as a millennial, and travel experiences. In addition, beauty, both inner and outer. So be sure to download and subscribe so that you'll be notified each and every time there's a new and available episode. You don't want to miss them. Let's dive right on in. Good morning, everyone. Um, Or if it's not morning for you, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day that you are choosing to listen to this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. But currently, I am literally sitting in my parking garage at my apartment complex. Um, It is 8.03 a.m. and I just got off work. But... um, I don't know. We are in the middle of fighting these two horrific pandemics. And quite frankly, I have not been able to put how I'm really feeling into words, which is why I've been so absent um, with the podcast and even on YouTube. I have been expressing uh, the thoughts that I do have on Instagram and Facebook there but um I don't know I just felt the need to come on here not leave you guys you know completely in the green and just let you know where I am in life today even thinking about mentioning these things that's going on I'm just getting a little bit anxious y'all I am human um I've been wondering, you know, when what's going to be the right time for me to express my feelings because I am the type that it's just really hard for me to express my feelings about things that I'm very passionate about. Usually when I experience something that makes me feel anything other than extremely happy or just happy in general... Um, it takes me a t- it takes me a lot of time to process things, and I wouldn't even say a lot of time. Um, just for me, I I just can't speak on things right away because I need to sit and reflect on how I really feel, you know. Um, but yeah, just a bunch of random thoughts in the middle of these two pandemics that we are fighting. The first one being COVID. 19 or corona miss rona uh but the more i wouldn't even say more important but this other race pandemic that we are fighting here in america that we've been fighting for hundreds of years that's just really hit the fan now um yeah it's really hard out here and i think the most important thing for me is to remain level-headed you know, and just keep, try to keep my sanity because, like I said, even thinking about expressing how I feel about, especially the race thing, is giving me a lot of anxiety. So I'm just going to say 
as little or as much as I can without getting extremely emotional. For those of y'all that know me, y'all know I'm like, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's who I am. But I can't be crying on here. I can't be, you know, if and then if I get mad, like, I'll end up saying some things that I may not need to be saying to the entire world. So, yeah, with Corona. So, we are in, it's almost July, and this has really hit the fan. I'd say the end of February, beginning of March, here in America at least, um... As y'all may or may not know, I am a registered nurse here in Atlanta. And initially hearing about COVID um, making its way to America, it was very scary. Um, And I feel like it really went from zero to 100 within a matter of days, which it did. I remember them announcing on the news that we had our first case here in America. I think it was somewhere up north, if I'm not mistaken, like Washington or something like that. I may be wrong, but... And then a few days later, it's just like tens and hundreds of people that have this horrible virus, you know, that is uncurable at this time but yeah I just remember being really afraid like not knowing what's going to happen if you know we're going to have to take care of COVID patients at my particular hospital I know that many many uh hospitals like floors that weren't even respiratory or acute respiratory or um what's it called like um infectious disease floors were makeshift corona floors that's how fast the virus spread and I'm like okay eventually it's going to be my turn but luckily guys I did not have to my unit in particular did not have to convert to a COVID unit um I do work on a cardiac care unit. So we did reserve our particular ICU for cardiac patients because, of course, people are still going to be having heart attacks and these cardiac events, dysrhythmias and whatnot at home and need to come in and be secluded and not with people who have a virus, even though these this virus is said to cause some cardiac issues. But anyways, we did reserve our uh, unit for our cardiac patients. However, there did come a time where we had to float. And unfortunately, I had to float to a COVID unit. And I was not happy at all. (laughs) But I mean, I am a nurse. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. My job is to care for patients, no matter what medical medical conditions, any kind of condition that they have. That's my job, and this is what I've signed for. This is what I signed up for, and I did have these things in mind when I decided to become a nurse. 
Um, my passion for nursing trumps any virus that could ever exist. Like, my job is to be there for my patients. So, my experience on the COVID unit uh, actually wasn't bad at all, and I'm grateful for that. Um, it was a small unit, so we had seven patients. Um, I can't remember if there was any open beds or not. I think all beds were filled, but um, luckily, I was given the lighter load of a patient um, because the other nurses that were there, they were used to floating there. This particular unit was a makeshift, so it consists of nurses that weren't like just assigned to that unit but were being floated to that unit very often so they were very familiar with corona and you know just how to do things and how to maneuver and when was this I think this was um March actually or April that I early April that I got floated so corona was still you know fairly new to us in America but um like I said I did get the lighter load of a patient we um let's see my patient was not ventilated um was on a couple of drips and I should have written all of this down uh I'm getting really bad about not writing these significant things down but this particular experience I wanted to remember but I don't remember what kind of drips he was on I do remember giving steroids around around the clock um my patient in particular had a very bad cough with very bad like horrible sputum um cough very frequently and copious amounts of blood tinge thick 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 sputum um and it was disgusting and I'm not uh, I'm one of those nurses I rather I would take poop any day but respiratory secretions no ma'am no ma'am no Pam no sir no ham no turkey but you know I got through um my patient was in a lot of distress especially mentally and emotionally he kept um expressing to me that he felt like he was gonna die he was calling his family of course at this time uh we were restricting all um visitors from coming to the hospital it was that bad um so he was calling his family saying I'm dying I'm dying and you know me of course and the doctor we know he's not actively dying he's actually progressed a lot this man was on the ventilator and he had come off the ventilator so he was actually doing really well compared to what he was how he was doing he initially came in so um I guess I think that the cough was really scaring him and the fact that he needed the oxygen you know he was a little short of breath but he needed the oxygen on to not deteriorate so that was very scary for him but um donning and doffing the PEE luckily my hospital was equipped it still is with a uh, proper P PPE, um, but donning and doffing it to get in and out of the room, that was annoying, but you know, it is what it is. You have to do what you do, have to, you have to do what you need to do in order to protect yourself and the other people that you are working with. So very necessary, but 
very um tedious with everything because just you know not bringing certain things into the room that you would usually um we did have our IV pumps in the rooms, not outside the rooms. Like I, I know a lot of bloggers that I follow and whatnot said they had their IV pumps outside the room, so it made it easier. So every time it beeped or they needed to change a bag for the drips or what or whatnot, they could do it without having to don their PPE. But I know some other hospitals they have their PPE on, PPP on, um, continuously, like throughout the shift but we didn't have to do that um I don't know in hindsight I don't know if that was a good or bad thing but I didn't bring the virus home or I didn't contract it so I'm gonna take that as a positive um so yeah that was my experience with taking care of a COVID positive patient um other than that we have been getting some PUIs which is a person under investigation on our floor but we made it my hospital made it mandatory to where um if you came in to the emergency room you were automatically a PUI um until we got the test we tested you and got the results so we treated you as if you were positive so we do get those um pretty often luckily um most of them have been negative and you know, we just discontinue wearing the PPE and whatnot. And the positive we do send to our ERICU, which is acute respiratory ICU. So we don't have to keep the COVID positive patients, thank God. <laughs> but uh, big ups to the nurses that are out there taking care of COVID patients. Y'all are really the real MVPs. Like, I really feel for y'all. Like, you know, I've just been blessed, I guess. You know, God God knows what's best. So the fact that I haven't had to take care of corona patients around the clock every time I go to work, I, that's just a blessing for me. But um, yeah, I'm going to count that one twice. But enough about corona. I'm over it, honestly. I'm not over it. I can't be over it, but... I'm ready to get back to normal life, but, you know, there's no cure right now. Uh, Vaccine pending, but, you know, that's a story for another day. Um, I don't want to make this podcast too long, so I'm going to briefly talk about this other pandemic that we're facing. Um, Again, because I'm very (laughs) emotional about it, but um, I don't know. It's been a time. Um, arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor, though, because, you know, my girl still has not gotten justice yet, but we will. We are persistent in our, you know, efforts to get justice for Brianna Taylor. Y'all, I, I am going to say this because... I'm not hiding the fact that I do not agree with anything. 99.9% of the things that our current president is doing. I feel like he's enabled a lot of racist people. 
um, him becoming president and blatantly doing racist things has given people a right, per se, to say what they want to now and just, you know, show their true colors. America has always been a racist little country, um, land of the free-ish. So, I don't know. I'm proud of my black people, though. We're standing up. We're pushing back. We're showing America that we, we're not putting up with the BS anymore. We're over it, and we deserve to... Black lives matter, period. Black lives matter. And if you feel any other type of way about what I just said, if you have anything against the Black Lives Matters movement, you are part of the problem, period. Okay, I apologize, y'all. I have to stop the recording because it got a little loud in my parking garage. People are beginning to move around, but this podcast is already getting too long anyway, and y'all know I don't like hitting y'all with the long podcast. Like, I like to keep it short and simple, so um, stay tuned for part two of this episode. It will be um, about our second pandemic that we are currently fighting here in America, which is racial injustice. For the lack of a better phrase, um, you know, it's the umbrella. It's a lot going on with the soul. You know, we gonna get into it though, but and I'll have more time to prepare myself, prepare my heart, you know, to actually speak about this um, for once. And not for once, but, you know, to everybody, to the world. And, you know, not get too emotional. So I'll jot down some notes so we can just keep it straight to the point. Um, but you know, above all else, guard y'all's hearts. Love y'all. Thanks for tuning in.